Okay, welcome to On the Rocks with Shark and the Hammer. That's Shark, I'm the Hammer. How you doing there, Sharky? I'm good, man. How's it going? Good, good. Glad we're getting another episode in before the change of the century. Yeah, hey, listen, we're gonna, this is the second time in the year. Yeah, I, you know ever. what? I think is do a podcast. We did one for LP 2.5. I think DFL's do. So what better way than a midseason review? I know everyone's eager to hear our thoughts. They have to be. How could they not be? How could they not be? I mean, we're... We're who everybody goes to for advice. If you can't win a title, we're the right people to, t- to listen to. Mediocrity at its finest. Exactly. Uh, well, I thought we could start by breaking down divisions. Uh, first division I'm going to recommend we talk about is the NFC East, also known as the division you are in with Graham. And uh, it is the Edward division. It is an, a dumpster fire. <laughs> it is a train wreck. It makes last year's NFC East looks good. Uh, not entirely sure how, but I guess they got paid to suck and we're just sitting here looking pretty. Um, I don't have a lot of words. I mean, when this thing ended, when the, the drafts ended in February, I looked at it and was like, well, crap. Once again, I'm in the loaded division. That is not the case. No, it turns out you guys are in the opposite of the loaded division. So why don't we start with the, my team doesn't suck as bad now because he seems to be at the bottom of that division. He uh, sucks as bad now. Yeah, it turns out he may need to change the team name once more. <laughs> uh, Christian's team we're going to talk about. And the first thought that I had that popped into my mind when I was looking at his team is, oh, my God, I want Jamar Chase. Uh, God damn Holy shit. <laughs> He, God I would trade. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he's ridiculous. He makes Ceedee Lamb and Justin Jefferson, which is on, an ongoing battle that you and I will have for hopefully ten more years. Makes both of them look like second fiddle. Yeah, and looking at his team, he he's in an interesting spot. So he's had the hardest schedule of the year so far. Uh, he's okay. faced the most points. That's been rough, and he's the fifth highest scoring team. So maybe he's still good. Maybe I don't know, but there there's some major holes on this team, but there's some potential for the future. So I, I feel like he's in a weird spot. I'm not really sure what the right move is. If, if you're him, do you hold on to pieces like Dick knows Johnson and Stefan Diggs? Yeah, they're good, but I, I don't know. I don't know if those guys are going to help him because, you know, looking at his running back scenario, Antonio Gibson and uh, Najee Harris. It's pretty That's nice. If Gibson's fully healthy, I mean, Sam Darnold, turns out I was right the second time when I said he wasn't good <laughs> enough to keep, and he's not good. Uh, he got benched against the Giants, mediocrity right there. I mean, talk about mediocrity at its finest. Um, I'm not sure what I would do with his team. I, I mean, I'm looking at his schedule right now. So his next four games, Brett, Petriello, Rob, Ryan, take it another one, Fitzy. He basically has Brett and then the four best teams in the league in the next four weeks. Yeah. So, uh, listen, I, he's got Chase. That's beautiful. He might be, and I don't know if it was a bad trade yet, he's going to be the guy that traded Mahomes for a long time. And this is not the season you want when you trade away Patrick Mahomes. This also isn't the season you want from Patrick Mahomes, but that's right. another topic for enough for later on. But Speaking of a team that has him, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, the question is, so the Bengals scenario, I mean, is Jamar Chase instantly the number one wide receiver in Dynasty now? He is if we are overreacting. Which but we are, which I'm, I'm overreacting as much as possible right now. I, um, I think he, he can be. I'm not entirely sure I would put him number one just because in his rookie year, DK Metcalf was number one. 
And then in his breakout year, Calvin Ridley was number one. And then in his rookie year, Justin Jefferson was number one. And now Fair. it's it's Chase's rookie year, and he's number one. And those guys are all still top ten, but they're not number one. So I, I think we need to let it settle. I think the thing that he has that those guys didn't have, which might give him a leg up, is his quarterback. It was so infatuated with him that I mean, I'm pretty sure the rumors are true, and he spent all offseason telling the front office draft Jamar Chase. And that brings me to a question for you. Is Joe Burrow and the Bengals, are they legit? Is this a real thing that we're seeing, or is this just a weird high-octane offense? Uh, can the answer to both of those questions be yes? yes? I'm not sure. It's not weird because I don't really understand how they're as good as they are. I mean, that went, they, they stomped on the Ravens, and we were getting ready to crown the Ravens after they stomped on the Chargers as maybe the second or third best team in the conference. Joe, yep. I mean, I think Joe Burrow has it. I will say that. He does. Uh, you know what? I was thinking about a comparison for them, and I'm, I'm all over the place in comparisons. And here I'm going with the seven seconds or less Suns. They're <laughs> super fun offense. They are great to watch. I don't think this team can win shit in the playoffs, though. I, like, come playoff time, cold, see them bombing it for 200 yards to chase in a game. Like, it's going to get ugly for them. They're not going to win in Nashville, and, and, I, and we'll get into the Titans later. I don't know if the Titans are that good, but they're not going to win in Nashville in January. They're sure as hell not going to win in Buffalo, so that's out of the question. Um, no, I agree, And but I'll say this. If I'm a Bengals fan, obviously the first thing I want is to win the Super Bowl this year. The second mm-hmm. thing I want, if it's going to go wrong in January, I want it to go wrong. Like I want to kind of get crushed by a Bills team, 38-10 to 10 or something, and – and see if Burrow has that fire. Because sometimes the great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning dealt with this. Drew Brees dealt with this. Tom Brady doesn't count because he was just a god from the first play. Uh, yeah. they, they have to get embarrassed and they have to find that fire. Well, speaking of getting embarrassed, I'd be a little nervous if I had Justin Fields. Yeah, that's a little bit embarrassing. Um, the Bears are a disaster. They're they kind are. of like the Jets of Chicago. Uh, there's nothing going right for them. I don't know if Justin Fields is bad or if the coaching staff is bad or if the front office or if it's all of them. I, they're all so messy. I can't figure out what's happening. You know, it's funny. You just said the Jets of the of uh, uh, the Giants of the Midway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite ready to uh, I mean, the Giants won this week. So let's give them a little love. Fair, fair. Um, so that's that's Christian's team. Honestly, I, I don't know what I do if I'm him. I, I, I'm not buying, but I'm also not selling. I guess he's a hold. I think he's a hold. I think you just kind of play it out and be thankful that you got Jamar Chase and see what happens with Justin Fields in the second half of the season. Yep, I think that's the move. Uh, so then that brings me to the next team. Let's talk about Bill Swirsky's Bear Bus and Soggy Nacho t- uh, Shit Show, which is just the best fucking name I've ever heard. I, I don't even understand it, but I love it. Every uh, time I look at his name, he adds a word to it. I don't get it. I don't know where they come from. I don't know when he does it. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's really uh, – I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, Edward's uh, team name just keeps getting better. And the first thing I thought when I looked at his team is, oh, my God, that's a lot of red crosses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that just immediate first thought. There's a lot of, there's a lot of injured players. There's a, a lot of older players. There's a lot of expensive players. Uh, you know what I'm not sure if there's a lot of anymore, though, is good players. Well, I see A.J. Brown is good. Yeah, uh, Tyler Lockett, I, I personally feel like, is the most overrated and underrated receiver at the same time in the league. Like, he is fantastic at making these beautiful catches 
that you're like, I do this. But at the same time, he also isn't really that good. <laughs> I, I don't want to rely on him. I, I want to, I, I want to enjoy those touchdowns, but I don't want to rely on him on a week to week basis. Cause there's going to be more bad than good. Yep. I, I mean, I guess maybe it's unfair to label. There are not a lot of good, but when you only have one quarterback and he gets hurt, everything mm-hmm. just looks ugly. Yeah, it really does change it when Geno Smith is starting for you, a quarterback. I... Starting that, and also Travis Kelsey, did he fall off a cliff? I feel like he got old very quickly. He did, but is it him or is it the entire Chiefs team? Like Something's going on in Kansas City, and, and I feel like we're going to get into that. But we I, are. I... The one thing about Kelsey I saw is that he's running shorter routes than he ever has before, which is weird. So uh... He, he might have been – a six month ago sell. Yeah, he's still Travis Kelsey, and if Edward, you know, loses tonight and bails on this season, he's still going to get a premium for Kelsey, but he's not going to get what he would have gotten in July. Yeah, but looking at this team, they are the lowest scoring team in the league. Uh, you know, at this point, if I'm he's uh, he's kind of like the Steelers. He's just a big name right now, and uh, he's in a rough spot. It's a transitional time, I think. He's got to decide maybe time to sell the few pieces that do look good and I, really I th- redo it. I think that's where he's at. His schedule doesn't get easier. If there's some lightweight games, Jeff and, and aforementioned Christian, but I'm not sure that he's going to do himself any favor, so I don't think it really matters who he plays. No, I think you're right. It's uh, Yeah, I mean, you know what? This league is, is – uh, League, you're either in it or, you're, or it's time to rebuild. There's no in-between, so yep. I, it's, it's time. Now, speaking of rebuilds and uh, talking about the Chiefs, let's move on to you, Minshark. Uh, <laughs> first, that team name's got to change now. Uh, you don't even have the... I've heard that. I dismiss that. I am <laughs> forever a loyal Minshewite. I'm also a historically bad at naming my fantasy team type of dude. And mm. Men Sharks is as good as bad gets. And I'm just going to ride the wave. Fair, fair. Now, looking at your team, uh, my first thought is, oh, my God, why did you have to ruin Patrick Mahomes? Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, like I was wondering about this. Uh, so most of the time, so if you had two curses, can they cancel each other out? That's kind of what I thought would happen between the Madden curse and the Sharky curse. I thought maybe they would cancel each other out. Turns out, no. <laughs> they doubled down. <laughs> They're such powerful forces that they can't be messed with, and they actually feed off of each other's strength. Yeah, that is that is something. Um, so, yeah, in your spot, I mean, you have a lot of good names, but nobody really playing well. That's kind of the problem. Um, yeah. I also don't have any draft picks. No. And I don't have anybody old. So I'm kind of just going to see what happens at this point. I mean, yeah, like yeah, you're a whole. maybe Brandon Cooks, but what is he? He's worth more on a roster than he is in a trade. Um, mm-hmm. I, my schedule gets a little bit easier. I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I've got Jeff. I've got Graham twice. I've got Edward again. Not that these are like nothing games, but. There's more, there's more easy than, than difficult the rest of the way. And as we started this off by saying, I'm in a shitty division. I don't need to compete for a buy. I just need to go seven and seven. Now, Christian McCaffrey aside, because we'll get to him, uh, is Calvin Ridley the worst salary for results guy in the league right now? He, oh, that's an interesting question. 
he's up so there. $27 for probably like 27 points this season. He, he, he just might be. I, I would be curious to see what Allen Robinson's salary is. Oh, that would um, be good. Yeah. Because he's, he's right there. Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is twice of those guys. But McCaffrey's uh, also scored – when he does play, he scores 1,000 points. That's fair. <laughs> Every time he plays, he busts 30. It's, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, Ridley has got to be one of the biggest disappointments of the year. There, there's no doubt. And I I have no explanation. I, I don't have anything else I can do other than just start him and hope. I'm not going to trade him. He's no. young. It's just kind of one of those things. Yeah, and, and you're missing – all of your picks, uh, except for the fourth and fifth round, you have one each, and that is not a good way to get better. No, and I'll, I'll <laughs> s- it's not going to help me. Um, I will say this, and people will either believe me or not, but let's have a little bit of fun. Next year's draft class sucks, so yeah. I'm not really that upset about it. I was going to try and trade those picks for 2023 picks if I could anyway, so I'm good. Let's see what happens. Fair. Fair. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you just sit tight at this point and hope your team rebounds a little. Cause some of those receivers should be better. But, you know, moving on to the somehow division-leading Graham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to – like, I don't even know how, what to say. He's the the 10th highest scoring team in the league, uh, <laughs> leading the division. <laughs> I mean, Graham is – not a lot of people are going to get this. Those of us from New Jersey will. He's a bag. He's a bad bagel shop in the state of New Jersey. Like, if you live in New Jersey, you're not going there. You can get better on every other street corner <laughs> in the state. But if you live anywhere else in the country, you're like, please move that bagel shop here. Here, it's an upper <laughs> echelon bagel shop in the entirety of the United States, and and that's what Graham is. Like, if you compare him to Paulie or even Fitzy, which I don't really understand how he's good, uh, a couple other teams, you're like, well, he's not good. But you put Graham in the middle of Montana, and you're like, look at this fucking team. Best so. team in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that actually leads perfectly to our, our uh, Calvin Ridley comment to Allen Robinson, who's sitting on his bench. $21 for Allen Robinson. That okay. might be worse. I feel like that's on par, though, with Ridley. I feel like they're fairly even. They're fairly even. Um, I don't. I had both of them. I traded one of them. I don't want either of them. Not, nope. in, not, not for the production and the price. Nope. The couple of pieces that I am excited about on this team is uh, Michael Pittman. And I am also excited about Javante Williams. Uh, I wanted to get that guy in the first round. That was who I was going after. I expected to get him and I just didn't. Um, so Williams looks really good. Uh, and he's still kind of in a timeshare. So I'm, yep. I'm very interested to see what happens with him. Um, I like his this season. I would. I think that's fair. Which, if I'm in Graham's shoes, I'm okay with because Graham yeah. shouldn't be good this year. He just happens to be in a really bad division. Um, yeah. Well, he's not good. Right. <laughs> he's not good. Yeah. Let's let's actually. You're not. Your team is not good, Graham. If you're listening yeah. to this, let's don't just make do sure something he... stupid. Don't trade all your assets and your picks for this season. Just well, ride in fairness, the wave. he already did. Uh, oh, fucking Graham. Graham only. Well, Graham has a first, a second, and a fifth. Okay. Keep the first and second. Well, he Ignore what first, I said. And his fifth, and he has uh, Brett, uh, Brett's second. All right. Well, Brett might not be good anymore, so that's not a bad second no, to have. No, he's not. Which, actually, that can lead us to uh, our next conversation. I mean, if I'm Graham, I'm just trying to acquire assets, uh, however I can do it, and just keep building and try and win this shitty division somehow. 
Uh, it's like a bunch of retards humping a doorknob. I don't Can understand. I... Like, uh... Yeah, I don't get it. I will say <laughs> this, and, and, and I'm, I'm not going to read every single team's schedule the rest of the way, but this might get you a little bit excited, Graham. After today, Ryan, Edward, you, Seth, me, Brett, Christian, me again. His shitty team could go five and two in the second half of the season. Oh, easily. I, if you told me Graham wins the division, I wouldn't bat an eye. Like, no. Yeah, he's going to win the division. Yes, I'm yeah. right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's Graham. Every other year, he's good. Yep. So we're going to move to the division, uh, my division, which has two good teams, an average team, and the worst team in the league. So let's start there. Uh, Jeff. Jeff's team is in trouble. Uh, that's the first thing I thought when I looked there. Um, so Jeff did something really interesting the other day and I benefited, but I kind of need to stand on my soapbox about it. Jeff's team sucks. And he said, I'm selling everybody except for, and he said, Darren Waller his 28 year old tight end, but mm-hmm. didn't say DK Metcalf, the top six in the league wide receiver who is 23 years old, who everyone in the league, I think sent him an offer. I think he got like 15 messages. Um, I'm not just giving, for me. Yeah, I'm not giving anybody a peek behind the curtain because everybody's negotiations are their own. I think Jeff just listened to everybody's offer and said, "Nope, nope, nope, yep," and I win. There was no negotiation. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that's that's how what he wanted, I mean, that more power to him. But some. And, but getting Julio Jones made no sense to me. I mean, it's Julio. In 2011, Jeffrey Ward was obsessed with Julio Jones. And in 2011, we were obsessed with third eye blind. Like, what what, what are we talking about? (laughs) Jeff leads a semi-charmed life. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, he has two. So he has two first, two seconds, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. So he's gotten two extra picks in what you're saying is the worst draft ever. And I... It just didn't make that much sense to me. Not that like, I made an offer to him, whatever. He, he wasn't his cup of tea, and that's fine. But it just this trade just didn't make sense to me. So from a fantasy perspective, or uh, a value perspective, I don't think that there was this was a terrible trade. I can make an argument, and I'm not just saying this because I'm the guy that got Metcalf, that it was a fair trade. I'm not, I don't think he got taken advantage of or any shit like no. that. No. But it, it's dynasty football. Christian like four months ago, got three first-round picks, Chris Carson and everybody's favorite, Sam Donald, just for Mahomes. If you're trading someone under 25 years old and he's consensus top five at his position or higher and everybody knows he's a stud and he's still on an effing rookie contract, you have to get more than zero good players and draft picks. Yeah. He he got zero guaranteed production. In well, return. here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like we've had before. So uh, when I had to trade Derrick Henry for cap reasons, yeah, I got a first, and I was given shit for not getting more for him. Right. But I had no one making offers. Right. So in this scenario, like we just said, Jeff, I think got an offer from I would say minimally nine teams. I can say without a doubt because everybody talks about it. I know for a fact you, me, Rutherford, Brett, and Graham were all in on him. I think I don't think it stopped there. I think more people reached out to him, but I know for a fact five teams. Made so let's offers. say let's say it was just the five. You could have easily hit me back and been like, "Well, Sharks are willing to give me this," and I've been like, "Well, great, I'll up my price." 
Yeah. Nobody goes because, in with their best offer. No. I, 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 I don't know that I could have gone higher because I don't have a lot of wiggle room. I kind of threw my shot. Um, but if he said, you're really close and it needs this instead of that, I'm sure I would have made it work. Yep. But yep. I'm also not the biggest contender. Like, Rutherford is loaded. He's got draft yeah. picks out the ass. He's got youth out the ass. He, he's got cap space out the ass. If, if, if Jeff went back to him and be like, I need your first-round pick and I need T. Higgins, I don't know that Rutherford's not going to say, you know what? That makes sense. Let's do he it. He would have said, sure, here's a third also. I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> hey, Metcalf, you know what? And again, going back to that, like he traded a 23-year-old top wide receiver for a 33-year-old bottom wide receiver in Dynasty. I, I guess I guess everybody runs their team their own way, but I don't know, man. If I'm in that spot where I'm I'm clearly the worst team in the league, I'm going hunting for the most value I can possibly get for every move I make. I agree with that. I still think the most egregious thing is that he didn't want to trade Darren Waller, but he was okay trading DK Metcalf. Yep, trade but, your old asset, but whatever. So what, guess, what do I know? I can never win six games, so maybe no. don't listen to me. So Jeff's going to get the first pick, and hopefully he can get the rebuild moving. Um, you know, wishing him luck. So the mm. next team in that division, uh, up from the bottom, would unfortunately be myself, who I feel like uh, you said this to me earlier, and this couldn't have been better. Is uh, we're the Spider-Man meme, uh, just pointing at each other, the same <laughs> stupid fucking team. <laughs> Our teams are good. I will not get off of my pedestal. I truly believe that your team is good. Um, yep. except, you know, the first seven weeks of the season have happened and that proves me wrong. Yeah. I, uh, so in my scenario, I, I'm in a weird spot. I have a lot of good names. They're young. They're just expensive. And yeah. that's the problem I have is expense. I, I was able to cut Brady, not cut. I traded him and got under the cap where I can actually pick guys up because right now I have five, five guys on IR, uh, <laughs> four guys with crosses <laughs> next to their names. I started fucking Dante Pettis this week. Like I, yeah. I'm in a, I, I'm having a season from hell. Um, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm gonna just hold steady. I think I have some good players. I think there's a shot that some, you know, maybe somebody could stay healthy next year. Who knows? I think you have to hold. I think you're in the same spot as me. I mean, listen, if somebody comes around and makes an offer for CMC, I think you entertain it. But also, nobody can afford a $50 player who only plays six games a season. So that's not going to happen. Oh, no, no. Six games in the last two seasons. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's the problem is because uh, I have gotten a couple of people to ask me about it. And I said, what you're going to offer me, what you want to offer me for him isn't enough for me to accept, but I can't trade him because you don't want to pay more. Right. There's no right move with him. I mean, I have a ton of second and third round picks coming up. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll hit on them. I, I've had a good history in the draft uh, yeah. of getting some decent players. So I'm hoping I'm sitting here right now with uh, I have my first. I have my second Christian second and Ryan second. Okay. So that's not a bad start in the first two rounds. Um, but I'm also very quick with the trade deadline coming. I could end up packaging all four of those picks in a heartbeat for the right player. I, I'm, You're not I'm, out of it. You're just no, not no. in it. Exactly. I'm in a weird, uh, you know, treadmill, uh, just hold and hope something works out. Um, I, I don't know what else to do in, in that spot. Um, you're also one in three in the division. So you're not getting in that way. I mean, you, you have to just hope that Mike division continues to suck 
and that that sixth seed is a seven and seven team and, and you just kind of sneak in. That's what I'm aiming for. And yeah, I mean, my division is, is top heavy to say the least. I mean, we, we started talking about him briefly, but look at Rob. Rob's team is on the upswing. He is, he's got a shot to build the next uh, Petriello dynasty. I would agree with that. Um, Joe Burrow, we already talked about him, looks like a stud. Mm -hmm. You know Um, who doesn't? (laughs) I think I was going to say this, but let's talk about it. (laughs) Oh, so who was I going to say? Jalen Hurts. Yes. Not sure what's happening there. Um, His fantasy production's good. He's not good enough to be an NFL quarterback, though. No. No, he's not. He's going to be a really good backup, though. Um, for a team like the Bills or the Ravens or the Chiefs or something yep. like that. He would actually be the perfect backup in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, but he does have Mac Jones, so who knows? I mean, he, he's deep. He might still be okay at quarterback just because yeah. he's losing Hurts. or not yet losing him, but presumably he's not. Hurts is not a long-term answer, I don't think. Um, but no. I like his receiving group a lot, too. Uh D-Hop, Jalen Waddle, and T. Higgins. I like it. I like it. There's a lot. I mean, I like his running backs, too. I mean, I know Saquon literally can never stay healthy. And he I, makes I, McCaffrey look like a healthy guy. I, I don't even count Saquon anymore. Uh, I, I mean, I just can't. But I like Daryl Henderson. I, I He had someone else, and I'm looking at his roster right now, and maybe he didn't have someone else. Oh, he else. had Clyde Edwards-Hiller. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, he, who's fine. He's not as good as he should be. He's not as he's bad not as, as good people as we think all he, want him to be. <laughs> right. But he's not as bad as people have proclaimed him to be either. No, not even close. Um, and Gusecki, this makes you feel good, has turned into an elite tight end. Uh, it's ridiculous. That was the Gusecki revenge game this week with yeah. Bob beating me. Uh, you know what? I, I That was my worst move so far in DFL was the uh, Noah Fant for uh, first rounder and Gasicki after we talked about him on a podcast. Uh, yeah, that first round pick turned into Devonta Smith. Yep. Just just in case you wanted to, you know, to fully oh, understand about, what you I did. Think about it all the time. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. Rob is shaping up nicely, man. I mean, uh, this team is is on the upswing. They're, yeah. they're the team to watch out for the next couple of seasons, barring an injury. I would agree with that. Unless it's Saquon, that injury is not going to derail him. No, I'm I'm thinking like Hopkins <laughs> goes down or Burrow goes Burrow. down. Yeah, if either of those go down, it's a different story. But uh, yeah, good team. And then we're gonna move on to this motherfucker, Petriello, uh, <laughs> the guy we always have to talk about. So as we played this game once or twice already, Shark, I, I was trying to come up with a comparison. Last time we talked about him, I called him Michael Myers. Him is the Fast and Furious franchise. Every time. <laughs> You think he's done. He comes back with something even bigger and crazier. And now all of a sudden he's, he's just destroying the league and running through us. And God damn it. And to top it all off, he has the easiest schedule in the league. And he's the second highest scoring team. That's an absolute perfect analogy because the two things you didn't mention is he's not as good as he used to be. And he makes a lot of fucking money. Yep. Yep, he's made a ton of money. The franchise is worth a billion dollars at this point. Uh, yeah, really frustrating. I don't understand it. I am absolutely terrified that he's going to win a fourth straight championship. I don't know. I, it's on not a, in, on, on an emotional level. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> like, well, I, 
you know what's crazy? He went from having Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, and uh, and Michael Thomas as his three receivers, which was unheard of in Dynasty, to now Thomas Thomas plays less than bless you. Thomas plays less than Saquon, uh, and then he's now added. He's now got Cooper Cup because of course he does. Why not? Why wouldn't he have Cooper Cup now? Who's uh, I, best name I've heard for him so far is White Rice. <laughs> I like that white one. and plays like Jerry Rice. Brett, <laughs> that's a good one. Brett shared something in chat today. I think he called him Vanellatron or something. Uh, Vanellatron, like that. I've heard, is a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the guy's killing it. Matthew Stafford loves loves a good receiver. Yeah. Um, not only that, but Petriello has he's got Paulie next week, which is actually the game of the year yep. up to this point. Yep, which um, Paulie's never been involved in before, so that's pretty exciting for him. No, and we'll get to Paulie, but you know yep. he's got three of the best players in the league and also some other guys on his roster. Um, Then he's got Christian and me, and then he's got Rutherford in a good game. And then he's got Jeff Fitzy and you. He's going to win 10 games. He's going to get a bye. Like it's going to happen. Yep. Yep. It's going to, and this team's not even really that good looking at it. Like, no, like he's starting, he started Le'Veon Bell and Mark Ingram. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of shit. But no, he's got Austin Eckler. But like the other than that, the uh, the running back position is a little bit of a mess with Montgomery on IR. But I mean, like, look at like, he started Carson Wentz. I know you said Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Zach Ertz, Tim Patrick, and Christian Kirk. He these are the guys that he started this week. It's it's ludicrous. I don't even know like how to describe it at this point. It's yeah, he's probably gonna win a fourth fucking title because yeah. what the fuck. That's uh, ridiculous. So back to the conversation we've been having a lot is we should cancel the DFL. Yeah, man. If he wins a fourth <laughs> title, we're I'm canceling out. I'm it out. And, and he's out. Like he's not invited back. No, he's not invited back to 2.0 and we're just going to have to redraft. Sorry, we'll give everyone. Jeff a second team and we'll yeah. just kick out Petriello. Yeah, exactly. Jeff could have the top two picks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Petriello, congrats already on your fourth title. Uh, yeah. Good job, buddy. And dick. now we get to move on to the best division in the league. Uh, this would be the Brett division where the worst team is 500, uh, which would be the bottom in that division is Ryan. Um, what are your so, thoughts on Ryan's team? So Ryan's team in the division draft, Brett had the second pick in the draft and everybody knew that I think Rutherford went first, which at this point probably shouldn't have happened, but whatever. He's the perennial number one pick until he's not. And Brett was so excited. He's like, I, Ryan's team is going to be the worst. I'm taking Ryan second. And then I'm on the backswing. I'm getting Fitzy. I don't know how he fell to me. I'm getting Paulie. He's like, I have set myself up with the easiest division in the league. And I don't like, yes, I am the owner of the Sharky curse. It is my baby. It is my thing. I it have is. pride in it. But Brett screwed himself because he spent five months talking about how easy his division was. That said, Ryan's team sucks. You know what? I, I was looking at this, and it I hate to say this. It's fool's gold right now. Um, he is the ninth highest scoring team in the league, but he's had the second easiest schedule. So he, he shouldn't be three and three Yeah, going, uh, uh, depending on the results of this week. But he shouldn't be 500 at this point. He should be worse, which made him buy for this year, which I respect to Ryan because he goes all in every year. Uh, yeah. There's no, there's no there's rebuild. No, rebuild is not a word in his yeah. dictionary. Yeah, there's no vocabulary. There's no rebuild in this dojo. Uh, yeah. Ryan doesn't fuck around, so more power to him. But 
buying Tom Brady for a second and third, which don't get me wrong, I was the beneficiary of this, but oof, that's a lot to give up for a guy who you're probably at best getting another what? Guaranteed one more year after this? Maybe, but I mean, at that price, he just needs to win third place. If Brady helps him win third place and he gets his money back, then that was a worthwhile trade. Fair. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I don't know I if he's going to be able to make the playoffs the way it's going right now. Because if you look at the playoffs right now, you're looking uh, – Petriello is in, Rutherford's in, Paulie's in, Fitzy's in. That's four plus Graham. That's five. I would say someone from my division. I guess we'll call it Graham, but we'll see. But technically, he's the number one of it, so we'll just leave it there. Yep, so you're fair. down to basically there is one spot left for me, Ryan, and Brett. And me. Well, I'm t- I'm only looking three and three or better. That's fair. I'm going to be three and four the way this game is going right now. As am it's I. Not so over even yet. if we throw you in, say there's a couple more teams battling, but right now that's generally the window that we're yeah. looking at. It's easy, easily two. I mean, clearly two of us are going to miss it. Yeah. Uh, so he's got Graham next week. Uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Graham. Mm-hmm. Then he's got you. I think your team is better than his, but that's a toss-up. Yep. Week, t- week 10, he gets Brett. I We're going to get to Brett. I don't know if Brett is about to blow this whole thing up or if he's about to double down because I feel like at, this exa- at Halloween every single year, Brett's in the same position. He's 4-4, four mm-hmm. and four and he's trying to figure out if he should sell the whole thing. And then he <laughs> makes one move and he ends up in the championship. So let's just say Brett's going to be good in week 10. That's That's probably mm-hmm. another loss. Then he gets Christian in week 11. His last three weeks of the season are Rutherford, Paulie, and Fitzy. Uh, he's got he, – he could go one and six the rest of the way, two and five. Three and four would be an accomplishment. So he's not getting to seven and seven. I don't think the playoffs are in his future. No. So that leads us to our next team. Brett. Yeah. Uh, Brett – because, yeah, they're in weird spots. So, uh, let's see. What do you think about Brett's team? I think he is where Ryan was a year ago, and we are continually saying Ryan needs to rebuild, and Ryan doesn't. I don't. I guess Brett doesn't have to rebuild if he follows the, the Ryan philosophy. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is 38 years old. Chase Edmonds is not actually that good. Tyreek Hill is not that old, but he's really expensive getting old. There's something up with the Chiefs, and I don't trust a man that fast for his legs to last that long. Robert Woods is never going to be more valuable than he is right now. Dalvin Cook is always one hit away from being out of the league. Jared Goff's useless. Trevor Lawrence is not there yet. I'm selling. Like I, I just don't know. You know who really fucked him? Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. He fucked me in fantasy in another league. He... What what happened to that guy? So here's the thing, and I've been saying this, and I can toot my own horn now because I'm so often wrong about things that when I'm right, it's fun. Brandon Ayuk is not good, and he was not good last year. He had like three good games and four other good plays when Kittle and Debo were both out. You know who is good? Debo Samuel. Debo is much <laughs> better than we realized. Yeah. Uh, Debo... I- Debo, I didn't think could stay healthy, and I still, I'm still, I still don't the think jury's still out on that. That's fair, yeah. but no, I mean, I don't know. Ayuk's not good. He also lost Dobbins before the season started. That hurts. That hurt. Yeah. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is. I mean, 
it's not Hawkinson's fault, but he's not having the takeoff year that many people thought he could. Well, when you have a rocket arm like Jared Goff, it's shocking that it doesn't work out. (laughs) Uh, You know who else? Uh, Did you know he had Bobby Wagner on his team? I had no idea. I had heard that uh, one time, yes. I think he tried to trade him for something. So I get what he did when he traded Hopkins to get Trevor. Smart, fine, did that. So my question for you, this is what I've been thinking about. Who's out of Jacksonville first, Urban Meyer? Or Trevor Lawrence, because there's no way he's getting a second contract there. He's not, but Urban Meyer is not going to coach this team for a second season. You, yeah, do you think he's gone after this year? I do. I'm actually partially surprised that he's still there now. Um, but, I, I I mean, I guess I could be wrong. I just – he's not made for the NFL. Like, if you listen to some of these reports – He's asking his coordinators why they can't run this play. And his coordinators are like, that's a college play. You, you can't – like he legitimately doesn't understand the speed. He's like a rookie quarterback. He doesn't understand how the NFL works. And he's trying to just bully his way into success like he did as a college coach. He's not actually a good X's and O's coach. He's a good recruiter. You can't and recruit in the NFL. Do, no, he's also trying to do the part-time schedule, which respect, I mean – you don't have to work as hard, then great. But yeah, it feels like an NFL coach has to put in like 40 plus hours a week. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no. Bill Belichick lives and breeds football, and Urban Meyer is more interested in that chick at the bar, which I mean, I, I saw her, I get it, but not not game, but right. But I'm also not an NFL coach. So if you're Brett, what do you do? Do you buy, you sell, or you hold? I don't think I commit to selling, but I want to find out what I could get. You're at least putting. You're at least uh, putting yourself out there. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm Jeff warding it, but I want to see what I could get. I don't think Jeff is Jeff warding it. So, <laughs> uh, but it's, we've already moved on from there. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of moving on, so Brett's in a tough spot. He's got to make a choice on what to do. We move on to Fitzy. I like Fitzy's team, and I don't know why. I do too, but you know what I do. I think Tua uh, is garbage. See, I, I I think Miami is garbage. I think Brian Flores is garbage. I think hmm. that interception that two or three yesterday, or by the time people are listening to this two days ago, is garbage. But I don't think he is. Like I, there's just something like he was what twenty nine or thirty of forty two. I may have completely butchered those stats. That's off memory for four touchdowns and 400 yards passing and another 30 yards on the ground. Like he led a game winning drive until his defense gave that away. I mean, he's a lefty. I don't trust him. He also has 11 career games. Like he's still a rookie and his rookie year was, I'm not necessarily saying he's going to live up to the billing as the number seven or four or whatever overall pick where the dolphins took him. But I, I don't think he's bad. And I Does think he, he can be good. Okay, let's play this game. Because here's the thing. It, the reason I don't think he's good is if the Dolphins are trying to get another quarterback, they don't think he's good and they know better than anybody. Like, if you're not down with your own player, that means they suck. Right. Uh, and that's an issue. Uh, so if you're not down with your own player, that means they suck unless you as an organization are inept. Fair. Fair, but doesn't mean that you can be inept and he doesn't also suck. I'm not saying that that's a you know, a, a get out of jail free card for Tua, 
Mm-hmm. But the Dolphins are morons. No, but he doesn't see it doesn't look to me like watching Dolphins games I've seen. It doesn't look like the team is bought into him the way Tom Brady walks in the fucking room. And obviously Tom Brady's not the best comparison because he's the GOAT, but right. the way those type quarterbacks, the Drew Breeses of the world, the Paytons, the, the, the way the Bengals look at Joe Burrow. The way the Bengals look at Joe Burrow for our current one, because I could only think of old ones because my brain yeah. doesn't work. Clearly. Um, it's, my short term, it's weird. My short term memory is really fucked up. I can't imagine why. <laughs> you uh, work. You were you still live in college. Yeah, exactly. But so you look at these, these guys are looking and even Jalen Hurts, I feel like, has more, got more of a leadership on that team than I seen it out of Tua. Tua looks like, yeah, what up, guys? Like, hoping for the best. I don't know. But moving on from that conversation, I do really like, we were talking about Debo and Kyle Pitts. I really like on this team and Terry McScorin or Terry McLaurin, whatever you want to call him, Scary Terry. Jonathan Taylor's a top three dynasty running back. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's got good pieces. Kareem Hunt, when he, I know he's hurt right now. Kareem yeah. Hunt is really good. I, I don't know. Fitz is dangerous. And Kyle Pitts is taking off in the last yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah, he's about to go bananas. Uh, he's just got that look of somebody who's ready to catch just a ridiculous numbers and get paid like a wide receiver in a couple yeah. seasons. So Fitzy is Fitzy's looking good. If I'm him, I, I'm happy where I am. If anything, I'm just trying to buy. Uh, I would maybe try to up just add whatever I could. You know, he's got some. He's got a ton of salary cap space. If I was him, I would be hitting up people who have expensive players. I would just be looking at everybody's salary cap. Yep, and stop and just hitting them up for their expensive players. Because if I'm Fitzy, I'm looking at Brett for Dalvin Cook. If I'm Rutherford, yep. I'm looking at Brett for Dalvin Cook. I, I'm just like. But just see, see, you've got youth. Package some of it. Give up a pick. Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Uh, you, you know, Christian McCaffrey, those type guys, like the guys that nobody else can see for. Are there. There. Yeah, you know. Uh, but the guys you can't get, like it's like us that can't sign free agents. You just yep. trade for the guys when you can. Um, yeah. Speaking of trading for guys and being in great position, we can move on to Paulie, who. I feel partially responsible for his team because I'm the reason he has Kyler Murray and Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see what Fine. you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take, take credit for his title if yeah. when he wins it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I love Paulie's team. It, it's he's got four it's good players. <laughs> it's fun, man. This is not to knock Russell Gage and Henry Ruggs. Who's actually having a pretty good little breakout season. And, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, I guess, is still good in a way. But, I mean, his team is two insanely, ridiculously talented, fun-to-watch young quarterbacks, Kyler Murray and um, the dude in Arizona – or in uh, yep. Buffalo, Josh Allen, whose name I was completely drawing a blank on. And then it's <laughs> Derrick Henry, who is the single greatest fantasy asset to own Ugh. at this exact moment in time. Don't know if you knew that. And DeAndre uh, Swift. Um, Very fun. The king of garbage time. I, I kind of just want to recognize and, and, and gush for a minute, though. And I know he's a bum, and I know we make fun of him. <laughs> but, like, he's legitimately – He's just, not fair. It's uh, <laughs> like we use way too much as a society, and you and I do it as well. We use cheat code too much. Yep. He is a cheat code. 
Well, you know, <laughs> the best thing I heard about Derrick Henry is like when you compare when you compare players, you can usually group them with other guys at their position. Yeah. Who's his equal? I, I don't know. He's like Brandon Jacobs from the Giants mixed with Barry Sanders. But with talent. <laughs> you know, like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, he's and, the size of a guy who shouldn't be talented. And he's playing in a game where defensive linemen have slimmed down and they have to be faster and linebackers are faster and they're cover guys and defenses are spread out. And all these teams have these defenders have been bred to spread out and to run and to cover. And now they're stacking the box and he's going up against these eight and nine man boxes filled with guys who don't know what to do when they're in an eight or nine man box. And he's just like, I'm just, I'm just going to run at you. And that's now, the easiest path for me. So here's here's the thing with him, though. And this was my issue. I, I've always tried to do the, the Belichick mindset of I'd rather be out a year too early than a year too late. Right. When I traded Henry, I didn't really have a choice. I was kind of strapped. He was the only guy who was logically able to be dealt at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think he had three years of this in him because I traded him two seasons ago. Right. I didn't think three years he would – I genuinely didn't think he'd still be in the league at this point, honestly, when I traded him. I thought that he'd be running to the ground. And looking at it, he's got 50-something more carries. I heard this today. 50-something more carries than anyone else in the league. They are running him into the ground, and he's fine. He, he's built like a 90s running back. Like He's, yeah. he's Emmett, and he's Barry, and he, he's these guys that just – Curtis Martin, I know he wasn't, well, he came in the 90s, but like he's different. And somebody tweeted something. I wish I could find it. And they said, based off of, take out his rookie year when he got no touches, but count the next DeMarco Murray shared year and everything from there. Yep. And you put his career average in, he is on pace to break Emmett Smith's career rushing record in week two or three or something of 2027 when he's younger than Emmett Smith was when Smith broke the record. And then they followed up with a tweet that said, and don't you dare think that Henry's not already targeting that because he knows he's that good. Like, I'm not saying he's about to be a dynasty asset for five more years, but if you had to put even a dollar on any player to just be like, I'm going to be this good for way longer than you expect, how could it not be him? I'll tell you this. If I would have, if I knew now what I knew then, Paul would have Christian McCaffrey. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, that's the guy is legit. If I'm, you know, in sitting here going, getting back to Paul's team, he's got a lot of tight ends that nobody wants. I mean, that's exciting. <laughs> that's got, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Paul, I'm going to, I'm going through everybody's team who's not good and finding any receivers or tight ends that they want to deal and just offering whatever I can because he's there. He's got four legitimate. Top, top players, five really good players if you had Zeke. Yeah, uh, and he traded his first-round pick last year for Derrick Henry, and it's worked out. He's not going to get the wide receiver equivalent of Henry for one, but if I'm him in the position I'm in, I'm dangling that one and maybe even that two, kind of like I was going to say with Metcalf and yeah. just being like, who is the best receiver that I can get right now? I'm, sa- I'm picking out a receiver from the teams that I like, and I'm sending them an offer of like a first and a second just to start off the conversation with Von Paul. Because yep. he's got a shot at a title this year. Yeah, I'm going. You know what I'm doing, and not to kickstart your guys' trade, and this will never happen. I'm going to Christian, saying your team sucks. He's a little bit older. Give me Stephon Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Put Stephon Diggs with Josh Allen. Yeah, he could. Re- yeah, yeah. 
get that get that going. I mean, so now we've talked through all, all of these teams. What's your uh, what's your predictions? Who's making the playoffs? Who's winning the title? Do I have to talk about Petriello, or can we pretend he doesn't exist? Oh, I just when I said win the title, I, me- I meant to say Petriello wins the title. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am going to give Graham the Edward division right now because it just feels wrong and feels right. And I'm done saying that I'm going to win. Let's try a new trick. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Paulie's going to win his division, right? He's got the Brett division locked up. I know he's only one game in front of Fitzy, and, and Fitzy might actually have just beaten him. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I don't care. Paulie's team is not done getting better. He's the highest scoring team in the league. I, and, I would yeah. Mean. And Petriello versus Rutherford is a race that I'm really looking forward to. It sucks um, to watch from underneath it, but it is a good one to watch. So I don't know what's going to happen, but those Petriello, Rutherford, and Paulie are the three easiest locks for the playoffs, right? And we'll just give Graham the other spot. Um, after, I Fitzy kind of in the lead for that fifth. I think you have to you have to go Fitzy. Um, I think the sixth spot depends on if Brett decides to go in or go out, mm-hmm. because. We know how Brett operates, and if he decides to go in, he's going to do it, and he's going to make a big move. And if that's the case, I think I'll give it to him. After that, I actually think it's between you and me. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm kind of on the same page with you there. Um, I think it would. I'm going to lean obviously towards me because I just feel like mine's mine's more bad luck at this point. Right. So I'm hoping that at some point my schedule. I mean, nobody has had more points scored against than me, but you know no. we'll see. No. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I do agree with you. I think the locks are Petriello. I think Rob's a lock. I think Paul. I would kind of put Fitzy in that same category. And He's then the closer. one for the division. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm leaning. Fitzy's team is just looking better. It's scoring points. It's, it's doing well. He's he's had a hard schedule also. I mean, Fitzy, looking here, is got one of the harder schedule, one of the more points against. Right. Um, so, I mean, maybe if he faces a bit easier, who, you know. But uh, my prediction for the title is Petriello because until you beat the man, you cannot be the man. I can't, so, I can't predict anybody else to win at this point in time. I'm not convinced anybody else can win. Maybe no, but, we need Fitzy to win his second title in order to break the Petriello curse since he's no, the only one that's done it. But the most fun storyline would be a Rob versus Paul Super Bowl. That uh, would just be – I mean, God, yes, I want that. That's what I think most of the league wants. <laughs> I don't want Paul to win it before I do. Um, so I have to root for Rob. So I have to root for Rob. But uh, yeah, that's my. I'm kind of leaning. If I didn't claim Petriello as the champ, uh, I'm calling a Rob uh, and Paulie Super Bowl. I mean, I just we need a Rob Paulie Super Bowl. That's I'm trying to. It's like if the Browns and the Jets. I know they can't play in the Super Bowl, but it's like if they ended up in the Super Bowl together. Like that's just what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that. So. I uh, think that's about it for us. So it's been great getting another podcast in. Maybe we could do this again before the end of 2021. Hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, we got the Thanksgiving episode. I don't know if anyone's going to hear it, but we're no, definitely we'll, going to we'll talk definitely about record it. it. We're definitely yeah. going to record it. We're not going to share it with anyone. No, no, no. We'll see about that. Bye. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys again soon. Uh, good luck, DFL. Thanks, everyone.